things dairy goats. We are John Kane and Danielle Caroli. Welcome to Ringside, an American Dairy Goat podcast. On this special Wednesday episode of Dairy Goat Awareness Week brought to you by Ringside, we are going to be joined by just a few past guests to give different tips and insights they have if you're looking to get into dairy goats or looking to expand your herd. Hi, Ringside. This is the Goat Wives, Sam and Melissa of Chubby Acres Farm. And if I could have known anything when I started with goats, I would want to know that the ones you sell are just as important as the ones you buy. And by that, I mean, even if you buy the nicest stock and are working with great genetics, if you're not culling the crappy ones to make room for prettier goats, you're not going to get very far. And my best advice would be that no matter who the breeder is, when you purchase your goats and you leave the farm, make sure you leave with the registration papers in hand or at least have proof of transfer. Leave with a copy of your biosecurity disease testing if that is something that is important to you um, to have proof of that. And also leave with your DNA copy if you are looking to have a breeding buck. I think it's always important to... Um, trust people, but these are pieces of paper that commonly get missed. And once you're off the farm, it's hard to get those pieces of paper back. So that would be my best advice. Uh, happy Dairy Goat Awareness Week. Bye. Judy and Don Hoy of Lucky Star Farm with Your La Manchas. What is one piece of advice you wish you knew starting out that you know now? Well, like anybody who knows Don and I, it's never going to be one piece of advice. We're going to have, we have two pieces of advice. And one is that we think people should look at lots of goats, go to farms, go to shows, visit people um, at their farms and see the goats that don't make it out to the shows. Um, Take the time to decide based on all that information, what your personal goals and objectives are. So piece of advice one is establish your own goals and objectives by going out and looking, seeing animals. The second piece of advice is cultivate mentors. And I don't mean mentors just in your breed. Um, critical mentors for us were like Mary Keene, who raises Alpines, um, Karen Sin, when she raised Nubians before the La Manchas came along, uh, Sue Barker, who raised Togs, um, the Acton family and Sonnens, um, you know, Pete Snyder and Barbara Backus, who were La Mancha breeders. But those are, I'm just name dropping these people who shared with us their wisdom and and helped mentor us to look at the goats critically, to pick goats critically. And I think those two things, establish the goals and objectives you want and cultivate mentors. Yep, I, I think that's right on. I mean, that's, the, you know, the mentors... They make they become your friends, but they also give you such good advice about 
you know, how, um, how to go about breeding, because, you know, this is a, I mean, hopefully what your objective is, is to breed a better goat. And if you can give, you know, successful, you can get successful people to give you clues and ideas on how to do that. You're going to be, you're going to become a breeder, not just an owner or of a goat. And, and I think there's a difference between, you know, breeders and owners or buyers. And now we're joined by Jill Pritchett of J Haven Acres to give up a little bit of her own advice. I would say that do what you want to do, breed goats the way you want to breed them and what you want them to look like and do not let others affect that your outcome of breeding or if you know they're not exactly what such and such wants to see um that you don't let that discourage you from following what you want your herd dreams to be hey this is ashley clement clark from eb farms in southern maryland and my advice to anyone starting out in dairy goats is going to be to really spend the time to look at different pedigrees and genetics and figure out what it is that you like and that you want to look at every day Um, because there's a lot of different styles and types um, out there and you have to like what is in your barn at the end of the day you know we can all go to shows and whether we do good or bad uh, at that show that day we're gonna load up our animals and take them home and you know we're the ones that are milking them and caring for them and loving them so <clears throat> really take the time and talk to different breeders and look at the different genetics um, that are out there for your breed and uh, figure out what it is that you want to breed for and stick to that All right, so Dr. Angel of Bentley Veterinary Practice, what is one piece of advice you wish you knew starting out with dairy goats that you now know? I think the one thought that comes to my mind is that dairy goats cannot eat anything. (laughs) They've got it. They're, first of all, very picky creatures that have specific tastes and specific needs, and that... uh, those those uh, needs translate into uh, good health for the for the creature. This is Tyler Ramirez. My herd name is Casaram, which is currently Nigerian dwarves exclusively, but that might change in the future, according to John. Our farm is in the Hudson Valley area in New York, which is where I grew up and where I've been raising goats for the last eleven years. When starting out, I think it's important to develop your own eye for goats and breed towards your own ideal or just whatever you personally like. While it is super important to value the opinions of more experienced breeders and judges, the choices we make and the genetics we choose to work with make each of our herds unique. And it's one of the main reasons there's so much diversity in dairy goats. Goats really are a lot of work and I think it's essential to make sure that you're having fun with them and you can really only do that if you're breeding towards your own personal ideal and not everyone else's. 
it does take a lot of patience when you're first developing your herd, but nothing is more satisfying than producing your own animals that you can be proud of. Hi, this is Ton, Liz, Belle, and Winnie of CA Blackberries in San Diego, California. We've been raising dairy goats for just over 10 years now, and our breed of choice is Nigerians and the better breed Nubians. The one thing that we wish we would have known when we first started out with dairy goats is how important it is for us to vaccinate our herd. Coming from a family, we never vaccinated our human kids, so we thought that would be good for us to not vaccinate our dairy goats. Sadly, we learned the hard way. We had goats that got very sick. We even had goats that died. Fortunately, we had a really good relationship with our vet who came out and helped save some of our goats. And after that, he highly recommended us to consider vaccinating the entire herd. So now we have started vaccinating our herd using CD&T. We've noticed ever since then that our goats are more balanced and healthy, especially during show season and travels where we might be picking up hay from unknown sources or the goats may end up eating too much grain on the stand or whatnot. So ever since then, the goats have been healthy. We have a protocol that we go through with our entire herd. So if anybody has any questions on what we do, feel free to reach out to us on Instagram, Facebook, or email us um, through our website. Happy Dairy Goat Awareness Week, everyone. Bye. See ya. Ringside, an American Dairy Goat podcast, is not an affiliate of the American Dairy Goat Association. All opinions or information regarding the ADGA does not represent the registry.